Welcome to Alec Across the States. I'm your host, Dan Reynolds. Right now, we're seeing a lot of spending at federal, state, and local levels to respond to COVID-19. But when we increase spending, it's probably a good idea to decrease spending somewhere else, especially when it comes to some of our public officials, especially during a crisis like we have today. To discuss this and to discuss how one set of city council persons are actually doing something just like this is Dickie Shaner. Dickie is the city councilman in the city of Cheyenne, Wyoming. Dickie, thank you so much for calling into the podcast today. You bet. I appreciate the opportunity to be on. Of course. Thank you. And joining us who helped set up this entire conversation, thank you, is uh, John Russell, the director of the American City County Exchange, ACE, which is the Alex sister organization focused on local, uh, municipal, and county uh, elected officials. John, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me back. Of course. So, Dickie, for our listeners who aren't aware of what just happened in uh, Cheyenne, Wyoming, today we're recording this podcast on May the 4th. Be with you, big Star Wars fan here. Can you talk to our listeners about what the resolution is? Um, what does it do? Sure. So today, out of our finance committee, a recommendation will move to our full council next Monday night to pass a resolution that recommends a voluntary reduction in compensation for the city's governing body. So we have nine councilmen and a mayor and um, the request uh, or sort of the, what the resolution asks, it's a voluntary ask that any elected officials in the city consider remitting uh, the amount of money of their salary, a percentage commensurate with the across the board cuts that our city departments have incurred. So in the mayor's proposed budget, the city departments are going to incur a 13% budget cut. So this resolution asks elected officials to consider remitting 13% of their salary to uh, the local community pandemic fund. Dickie, what prompted this idea from you and your fellow uh, councilmen and women? Sure. So, you know, um, this is an unprecedented time and um, a, a heightened awareness of messaging and action and things that elected officials are doing and saying every day people are paying more and more attention to words from elected leaders. And, you know, we wanted to make sure we were trying to lead as the capital city and help our state through this tough time. And we kind of were just thinking about several ideas. And this one really was sparked into action when another municipality in the state, about the middle of March to end of March, voted themselves a, a substantial raise going forward into the next um, year, despite also being considering budget cuts due to COVID. And so that's when the light bulb, I think, went on for us. Hey, let's let's send a different message to our constituents that we're willing to to join in the solution and lead by example and do more with less. And so decided that it would be a good message, albeit it's not a lot of money uh, in terms of dollars to the city's budget, but the message that the elected officials are willing to take a pay cut, I think um, resonated well around our community. Yeah, I think that's a really important point. John, to bring you in for this next part, what have other localities done similar to this or maybe opposite of this? Um, I think it'd be really interesting to see, uh, or rather to hear, we're on a podcast, to hear what is going on across the states. 
Yeah, this is a really interesting time because a lot of jurisdictions, I know from my own jurisdiction in Virginia, uh, this is budget time. And we usually pass our budgets by the end of June. And um, in my own in my own city, we have um, cut the budget by about $3 million, uh, be it that we're uh, much smaller than Cheyenne. Um, we've cut it by $3 million, but most of that was just, you know, nice to haves or, you know, projects that, you know, can be put on hold. And we were able to make those reductions without any reduction in staff at this point. Of course, as we get closer to that deadline of July, we're going to have to go back and reevaluate the tax money that has come in. But there's, you know, what I'm seeing though around the country uh, also is councils that are being very um, responsive to their constituents. Uh, so uh, getting rid of uh, late notices or, you know, disconnect notices on utilities until, you know, the, you know, the governor's um, emergency order is lifted, maybe postponing taxes for businesses uh, until the governor's orders is lifted or at least getting rid of the penalties for businesses on taxes um, is, is another option too. It uh, just depends how your state writes the particular code for your city. Uh, so, you know, there's a, a lot of really good movements going on out there in, in uh, local jurisdictions and you know, people trying to be responsive to the times and, and, you know, nobody wants to get a disconnect notice or a, or any kind of a, uh, um, you know, we're going to take you to court order um, over a, a, a paid a late bill or, or a, um, uh, you know, delinquent uh, payment. So we're starting to see, you know, a lot more councils uh, nationwide be more responsive and find unique ways, different ways that they can address the needs of the community. So, John, to double down on that a little bit more, what are some things like, you know, you listed a lot of awesome things there that localities, states could consider implementing or doing as next steps. Um, what are, not to use the term, you know, or maybe to use the term loosely here, uh, what would be some easy wins? What are some easy wins here that just make sense? Maybe like the first two or three things out of the gate, kind of following in line with, with Dickie, um, what you're doing in um, Cheyenne. And also, Dickie, I'd be curious, you know, what's, what's next after um, the, the council and the mayor taking pay cuts? Uh, you know, I think the easy, the easy win right off the bat is don't send out disconnect notices. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and don't enforce those things until we get past the emergency order. Most people, most citizens are going to pay their bills. No one wants to get behind. Um, but there are going to be circumstances where people are going to have to get behind uh, until this lifts. But so, you know, getting rid of the delinquent, you know, the, uh, the, you know, the turn off notices and, and, and especially for businesses too, you know, if there's taxes like meals taxes or uh, we have what's called a business uh, occupancy license tax here in Virginia, you know, putting any kind of penalties for non-payment off until those emergency orders are lifted, uh, I think are, are, you know, definitely easy wins, things that can be done that are not going to hurt anything. Because, you know, like I said, most businesses, most places are going to do the right thing, are going to pay the taxes that they owe the taxpayer. Dickie, what do you think are the next steps for Cheyenne? Yeah, I think sort of the immediate steps that are already underway are, are just what John said, you know, water and sewer rates uh, and payments, suspend those that people are unable to pay, other emergency measures to, to help people through this. And then, you know, going forward, um, really, we don't know when the end of this pandemic will be. Uh, and so we're, we're looking at possibly a, a year of sort of adapted operations, uh, being able to seamlessly go 
from uh, remote working and providing services to our citizens from teleworking from home to back in the office to, you know, squads going in and out of the building. So there's not as many people in there. Uh, so really, I think what this does is it, it transforms uh, how city has to conduct its business in a lot of ways and using technology to accomplish that. I, I completely agree. This is definitely a make it or break it moment, a watershed for a lot of different ideas in different areas. To that point, John and Dickie, what would you guys recommend to other localities that maybe aren't taking these ideas seriously? Um, what would you tell them? You know, I guess I'll start and I would just say, um, again, the uncertainty of when there will be uh, sort of an end to this COVID-19 threat should push everyone into figuring out an adapted means to provide necessary services to the citizens in as substantially um, effective way as we were prior to this. Um, and everybody needs to be moving in that direction rapidly uh, and planning on having that capability indefinitely. John, what do you think? Yeah, I think Nikki is really onto something there. I think it's important that we have good communication, good dialogue between the cities, counties, and their local and the, and the constituents they serve. And, uh, you know, just as a lot of the residents are having to make sacrifices, either because of lost jobs or reduced hours. The governments as well also need to make those sacrifices uh, to reflect the times. It's insane for any local jurisdiction to be considering tax increases when their citizens are barely able to make uh, ends meet. And so uh, this is, you know, I think a good time to really reinvest our energies into being responsive and to uh, working together to not only just reopen our communities as we're able to, but also just give each other grace. Uh, I think that's you know one of the biggest messages that I could give to colleagues across the country is we've got to have more grace with each other. We've got to have grace with the businesses. I mean, we benefit, governments benefit largely when businesses are doing well. And how we respond during this time is going to show whether or not this is truly a relationship between local government and business, or if this is, we're just going to use you during good times, and then during bad times, you know, we're going to basically shut down your business. Um, this, yeah. is, this is where that community involvement and community engagement really, really is key and crucial to, to uh, having a, a, you know, weathering this thing and getting through it properly. Yeah, I completely agree. It's really important right now to think about what we say all the time at Alec and in ACE is the other side of the ledger, right? So many times people want to just focus on the tax raising and increasing taxes side of things when the other side of the ledger is the spending, right? Reigning and spending. Those both are just as equally important. They're two flip sides of the same coin. Um, that does kind of bring us to the end of our segment today. I'm Dan Reynolds, your host of Alec Across the States. I've been sitting down with two different city councilmen. Dickie Shaner, who's the councilman in the city of Cheyenne, Wyoming, and also John Russell, who's the councilman in Culpeper, Virginia. John, Dickie, thank you both so much for calling in and uh, having this great discussion with me today. Hey, thank you. Thank you, Dan. Appreciate it. Of course. And if you are interested in having your idea featured on Alec Across the States, 
Do not hesitate to email me at acrossthestates at alec.org. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Across the States, the leading state-focused policy podcast presented by the American Legislative Exchange Council, the premier free market organization of and for legislators. To learn more about our work or to make a tax-deductible donation, visit alec.org. Tell us what you think on Facebook and Twitter at Alec States. The views and opinions expressed on Across the States are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the American Legislative Exchange Council.